Hey guys, this is Sarah Grace. I want to take the time just to thank each and every one of you for tuning in with us every week. My father and myself appreciate you. We encourage you to continue to like, share with everyone you know, and subscribe to this channel. You may follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at My Father and Me Podcast. Now where you can tap on a link to join our email family. Yes, we are sending out even more content and going into detail on the dialogue that myself and my father have had for the week. There you may also direct all of your questions and your comments and we'll get back with you. Once again, we pray that you are truly being blessed by this show. Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in. This is my father and me. I am Grace, and I'm here with my dad, or my father, Bishop Wesley Bell. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am here. Yeah, oh, we're going to start off with a prayer like we always do. Lord, we thank you for this day. We worship you. We honor you for all that you are doing in our lives, all the things that you are unfolding in front of us that that we see that is purpose to do that is in your will we thank you for the breath of life for today and being able to enjoy each and every moment that we have here on this earth right now we ask that your supernatural power of your word fill us right now fill us with all of the knowledge and understanding and your wisdom that will help us be more enlightened and informed of the things of you and and help to propel our faith even further than what it is now so that we may walk in the things of you as your children. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, We're still in uh, the word of God and, and how... He is one with his word. Um, We went into a discussion and topic from what I had shared about my own personal experience going into my illness, and it was a lesson that I I named um, The Word of God Lives. When I was listening back over it, that's what I heard. Um, He lives. The word lives. It lives inside of us. It is active. It moves. And and that's something that uh, he wants us to understand most about him. Not that we we shouldn't you know neglect. He is sovereign. He is on the throne. He is ruler of everything. Praise God. He is all those things. But he's not sitting there either. He's not sitting there and just watching his creation and just being like, oh, look what y'all doing. No, he is active. He is moving. He is with us. He is working. And once we tap into not just the knowledge of that, then we start believing in that. We start believing in it where we come into agreement with his word. It's an agreement that we have with him and us, that's where the relationship comes in, and it activates this faith. It puts it into motion. 
in this faith, it, it is empowering. I mean, that's, that's what I experienced is empowering. And it takes you into this space where you feel like all things are possible. Like you have the audacity to do things that you had never done before. And that's awesome. It's an awesome experience. That's where his joy comes into where we, even when we're positioned in this quarantine to be still or cornered in a situation, mm. we understand even in those moments because of our faith and our belief that even that's intentional. Mm. And you don't mind waiting. He's still building you and in preparation for what's to come, but even you see the work that is being done in the waiting that you're doing with him. The thing that I wanted to share after hearing what you had to say, Grace, was that that it's not it. It is he. It is him. This experience is him. That's right. It's not a it. I understand in our today's society we we see it as an it. Right. It's all but of him. Life That's right. It's never been an it. Life has always been God. Because the very idea of the I am God is that I am life. That's right. And I am the very nature. I'm not just a pursuit of happiness. I am happiness. We've turned it into the pursuit. And we've turned it into digging for the it. But it's already connected. And when I use the it there, I'm saying he, he. is already connected to us as one. Every time we devaluate it into an it, him rather, into an it. See, that's what I'm talking about, about the language. See, the words that we so mishandle that God has given us. Just in that way of speaking alone has mishandled a word that could keep us separated from him. That's true. Calling him an it and speaking of it as it, as if it was separated from us. But when we begin to see him as a he and us as a we, oh man, good. Woo. Right. As we begin to dove into the scriptures where they begin to discuss the description in the book of John, chapter 1, his word and him being one. It didn't, the scriptures did not call his word an it. Mm. The word as a identified individual. Mm. Scriptures also speaks of it as 
the son or is his son? Mm. Description. Description. He and the father is one. The very nature of the topic of the podcast, I I would dare to believe that Grace even herself knows the extent in which my father and me was manifest in her initial inspiration from God, what he meant. I can always admit this, um, something about when he gives me vision. It's always a portion. Um, It's never for me in the space that I'm in at that moment. It is for where I'm in in that position. So I know that when he gives it to me, it is something that is really precious and I do Mm. need to move on it initially. Because it's something that he is doing to build in the growth of my relationship with him. So it's never that I know the full extent of it. But I do know him, and that's all I need to know. And so just from that, I, I already know it's, it's great. Mm. It, it's something good because it makes me feel good. And it's not even just about an emotion of feeling good. It's the position of good feeling, being, mm. where he... um structures the image of Sarah Grace Bell, you know, mm. and uh, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. So, yes, I do. So when you're talking to your children, parents, and you're teaching them how to speak in language, they don't start out with your language when they come out of your womb. No, they speak in tongues. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call Look at that. Look they at speak that. in tongues, y'all. <laughs> and it and you have to begin to interpret those tongues. Mm-hmm. You learn baby language. Yes, yes. And each one of them has different ways of speaking to where you can not only physically understand, but spiritually understand. As you began to train them to speak with more clarity, with words, mm. remember now, they started in a dark place in your womb. Mm. When they came out, they saw light. And if they don't immediately start crying because of the brightness of the light that they could not comprehend yet or could not take and do nothing with, they usually will cry. And if they don't cry immediately because some just so silently take it in and go off, you have to spank them on the bottom and get make sure they are fully alive and alert with a noise. I was pointing at my chest because it's about the expansion of the lungs too. Mm -hmm. They're getting to take in that first breath. 
mm-hmm. um, something an organ that is being used that hasn't been used in that capacity before. And that's showing how medically it makes sense. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I'm coming from. See, see, God is in everything, even in the medical science. I was listening to someone talking about that he, he science-wise, he, uh, uh, they never heard uh, a Christian scientifically prove God. <laughs> the thing about God is what Christians have learned that we truly don't have to prove God. God don't need our help. No. He's already proved himself to us all. Right. So what are we trying to prove? So what we have to learn is how we are approved by God. That's it. That's what we're trying to prove. Well, it's, we're not even trying to prove that. We're trying to we're, learn that we we're are not, We're not approved. seeing it. We're not seeing it as yeah. us proving. But yes, yes. That's what's happening. Right, it's us proving it's it to us ourselves. learning. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. But we, 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 we have to get out of that idea of, that we truly approve with him, but in so many languages and in so many uh, down through the history, um, God challenged you to say, well, prove me. Prove me how, God, is what God is saying. Prove, prove him how. Put any test you wish to put on him to prove that he's God, and he mm-hmm. will show it to you. I've never seen a person say that they finally decide they're going to start talking to God where he is with all power, all knowing, all everything. And when they challenge him, after they get tired of suffering with all of their bumbling and stumbling and beating their own selves over the head with their own way of learning, instead of just being like children are, being taught by their father how to learn of him, and how to learn of what he has created and given to them and gave for them and, and put in place for them. Because that's what you're doing. You're learning what he's given you. Mm-hmm. And he's giving it all to you. Because you're his child. He's not going to withhold any good thing from you. So in your process of learning, you are learning exactly who he is and what he means to you and to all that you are experiencing. Now, that's right. The moment that you decide you want to quit wrestling with your way of doing it and take it on and enter into his rest way of doing it, then you will be able to see clearly. His ways. Now, mind you, it's in his word. It's called submission, but we don't like that word. (laughs) But we don't understand submission is freedom. Mm -hmm. Like any other way, you just keep yourself bound. And for what reason? It's inevitable. All of it is inevitable. And we know this. We know we don't have control over things, over everything. It's going to happen, so you might as well go with God. 
See, we say go with the flow, we but go, we don't want to give God his name. He is him. He, or like he's I hear the all the time. He's the one you call and flow at that point. Like I always hear, uh, for whatever reason, open yourself up to the experience of the universe. Like, what, <laughs> what are y'all talking about? God? Y'all talking about, you know you're talking about God, right? <laughs> Because um, <laughs> once I they know, do that, they got to go another extent of opening themselves up to another universe, another uh, another understanding, another understanding, another. Might well just label it might what as it well is. Just say God. Mm. I don't know. Uh, people are intimidated by I am like God. Credit for where it's due to to where we just only give do. right. We only give credit to the creation, not the creator. And mm. that's, uh, I don't know. I'm not worshiping the earth. I'm Help sorry. us, Holy Ghost. That's Help us, Holy say. Ghost. Let me get off that. <laughs> we, going, we going somewhere that uh, we don't want to mm-hmm. go there without finishing up what God has got us on this assignment yeah. to introduce him to those that don't know him. Or they, that that think they don't know him, but they're running into him everywhere they go. And this is true because he's so wide you can't get around him. He's so low you can't go under him. You got, you know, he's so where you go high you can't get over him. You know, yeah. He, and even if you go through him on the other side, you're gonna see him again. So well, inevitable. Wow, here he is. In him, through him, and by him, and with him, all we created. Let's not go. Let's just go into the scriptures and and let's just take a little glint, look, glint, uh, gander back at John, chapter one, because I guess God had a reason why He wanted us to go to Hebrews four, and and introduce y'all last time on the the quick and the powerfulness of His word, so that once we start reading this in John. You won't be so in la la land, not accepting and acknowledging how important this portion of understanding mm-hmm. of who he is is, because it is by definition the very person of God. Mm-hmm. See, God is love, is a characteristic what we discuss but God and his word he and his word are the same the same they him mm-hmm. he is his word and his word is him let's read it I didn't say I didn't say it he said it so I'm finna give you the picture of God Go ahead. John chapter 1. 1 verse 1. Start at the top. Again, let's go. Mm -hmm. In the beginning was the Word, Mm -hmm. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. 
that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Hold on right there. See? That's what, That's we what I'm were trying to about. tell you. That's what we were talking about. You don't even know him, and he's in the world now. <clears throat> what is he in the world now like? Oh, in the form of Jesus, as what we know in times past? Or is he now in the very purest form of his word, which is where? Mm. In us. Dwells in us. Uh-oh, good Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Now, we understand words, and we be building our vocabulary. I have been so amazed how new words are created every day. Mm. Every day, yeah. We think. But if we really study the idea of words and their creative ability, they come with a what type word? Origin. A root word. Yes. And from that stems into more clearer and better translation of that one root or origin word. Every time you create or every time you use any word you so decide that you want to use now from now on, see it as you saying God. When we say God and we start labeling God for every word we use, right. is that going to make us more cautious on how well we use that word? Right. What I was going to say is that means uh, we can't bypass any Thing that we say or do without referencing where it originally was from. We can't skip over that, which is what you said. We would have to always address the root of anything, any word, any situation. Mm. If we want to truly define who we are in that moment, in that situation, in what we're saying. Mm. So when someone tells Bishop, when they say to him, God ain't in everything. And I give them my loving, but mm, paused in a strange look. Right. What type of God do you know is what I would be asking. Maybe so. But when my and when I hear that. I realized that everywhere they take God out is where they separate themselves from the love of God, mm, which means his heavy. character. That's heavy. His character. Apart from his character of love, where and what type of power do you truly possess to live in this that he has given us, this world? You have lost your authority, your power. But when you give him his authority, his power, and his place of authority in everything you do, you have the authority to do and to order and to have anything that you will. First thing go to mind when people hear that, they start thinking like, the devil was trying to tempt Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. If you do what bow down to me, I give you all this. No, God ain't going to tell you that. He's telling you, if you honor him, if you exalt him, right. you already have possession of all this to do as you will. But keep in mind, every time you act out of my character of love, you have lost the full power to use it and to apply it and to live it well. Right. So I want to encourage you. Stop mishandling the word. Because every time you mishandle the word, you mishandle God. When you're Not talking everyone. to when you're training your children, Grace. When you're dealing with raising your kids to talk. Remember, we started there. Told you God always has a reason for everything. As he goes forth <clears throat> by his spirit, he's leading and guiding and directing everything as you submit and commit yourself, as you were talking about earlier, to his will and his way and his word. He will let the words that come out of your mouth come straight from him and straight to himself through each other. That's right. I know it sounds like I'm talking about something that you don't want to see, but wake up because it's there whether you want to see it or not. In other words, God is there whether you want to see him or not. What we want to do is understand how and why and what and when and all of the questions that we need answered so that we might be able to demonstrate through power of his love with a sound mind to be in the supernatural place of God, what you prayed for earlier. That's in his love. That's in his love, y'all. That's not done in your arrogance, in your foolishness. Because remember, when we discussed the scriptures on love, we were telling you that love doesn't behave that way. So it's a characteristic that love is. Now, we are going to tell you why you need to understand God's love as his character because you have been walking in his image, in his likeness, in his word. His image and his likeness, Grace, in his word. Now, let's begin to operate in his image, his likeness, in his character, in his word, with his love, which is how he operates his power. Loving on himself. Loving on himself. Through loving on himself and you loving on him and you love it on yourself, you love your neighbors as mm-hmm. yourself, and you love God as you would yourself. You're not changing anything 
you have learned what true equality means. We, as Americans, we think we understand being equal. equal. God demonstrates equality. So much so that he gives us the power to operate like he is. As in Rome, and as in Roman time, they spoke of as a god. Pharaoh was so caught up in it, he thought he was a god. Now, imagine realizing that you truly are a god. Then what would you do with all that power? Because remember, whatever you sow, you're going to reap it. Because mm -hmm. even a god has to adhere to that. one gets away from whatever they sow, they reap. And I wonder when we're going to stop blaming God for all that we done sowed because he gave us the power to take his word, his personality and use it as we will and we keep abusing it and then turning and blaming God for it. Whether you're going to say like Adam said that this is the woman that you gave me. Oh God, it's the God you gave me. You the God that gave me this to do this bad thing with then take your blame that you messed it up stop blaming God that the world's messed up because of he has predestined it to mess up no 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 no. in predestination it is not in that understanding if you understood God's predestined power pattern in his ways then you would know that in predestined power that God has predestined has inside it a choice some of us call and camouflage it and, and, and get twisted into a, what we think is a free will. Mm. No, what it is is a free choice to impose your will or God's. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you're using God's will to accomplish evil. That make you not think more, high, more better than you've been thinking and stop thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to think but to begin to think soberly as God to dealt to every man the measure of faith that he possesses in God is where his true ability to operate and to demonstrate and to illustrate the power of God's word properly stay with the discussion and not so much preaching now, Grace. I, I was just trying to share what I know to be true. No, it was good. Uh, I was just listening. That's all I'm doing. Just listening. He, I'm a vessel. Mm -hmm. He using me to speak. I, I know I'm saying these things. Mm -hmm. I know I'm excited and being anxious to say these things, but I also know that I can easily mishandle the word of God and cause you to lose clarity in translation. So I beg you, don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Because this warfare we in, it's not against flesh and blood. That it's against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and power.
powers of darkness because it comprehends not the light that is in the word that illuminates your path to live life properly. I was um, really focused on what you were saying as far as um, us imposing our will or his will. That's the choice that we are faced with every single day, every moment of the day. And um, the hardest thing for people, because I hear it in questions, I hear it in you know discussion that you wrestle with. Why would he let us do that? Why we? Why would a God allow us to be able to make choices like that when you're God? But just in that, the knowledge of knowing that He does something like that that he is doing something like that is a reverence to opening yourself up to the love that he has and exactly why he wants to have a relationship with you. We underestimate or we overestimate whoever type, whatever type of person you are that he actually wants, desires, has a passion to have a relationship, mm. relationship with us. It's not about dominance. It's not about him claiming some macho position to lord over your life, but to be lord of your life. Through fellowship, then relationship. Through fellowship, then relationship. That's it. Fellowship happens when you pray. That means when you communicate with him, talk with him. Not treat it as a ritual. Do you treat your discussion with your father as a ritual? Do you come to your father and bow down to beg him to do something for you every day that you want something? Or do you come to your father knowing that there's no good thing he'll withhold from you if you come to him right? (laughs) Did Mm. I say that? And we know there's power in that. We know there's power when we come into a relationship with one another. Relationship goals, amen? Mm. Mm. What we pressing Mm. on so heavily Mm. right now, too. I see that hashtag all the time. It's like, yeah. Mm. Make that your goal. Mm. A for real relationship. That's it. Want one. Have one. He wants that. He wants it. Have it, right. Take <laughs> hold of it, grab it, because he's Stop talking in your about face with it. He's not in everything. Put him in everything. See him in everything. If you think he's not there. Put him there. He give you the power and authority to do that. I already told you what I asked. You. What kind of God you know that ain't in everything anyway? <laughs> I don't know what type of God you want to know about. <laughs> well, when we say that is the reason why I believe we say that is because some of us say because we see things being done that is not like God and not of God. 
we treat that as God can't be in that and correct it. See, mm-hmm. we believe that because he oh, didn't start it, he can't clean it up. Oh, right, right. Y'all better put, that's, that's what you meant by put him in it. I got you then. Yeah, you're right. If you see that's it That's where way. their minds gets twisted and they think you're trying to put him in everything. I can see that. That he's not in. And then they'll put him in there and, and blame him. And I'm trying to show you the blame really is not on him. The blame is in him loving you enough to give you the power to mess it up. And you sit up there and mess it up. And then now you're going to say, well, God, you shouldn't have put the tree in the middle of the garden. Mm. And tell me, don't touch it. Or you shouldn't have did this, God, and told me not to do this and not to do this. What parent do you know that's not going to tell you what not to do? But do they run your life, every speck of it? No. Every time you got a parent that behaves that way, what comes again? What comes on to that parent? It backfires against that parent. He has to one day humble himself to realize that he has to trust in what he has done to work and not come back void. Again, that's his word. It's quick, powerful. It also goes forth to perform that it has been spoken to do and it does not come back void undone Mm -hmm. now it didn't say how long it took for the word to manifest what you wanted it said it don't come back void so when it comes back to you and looks void then what do you do with the void the scripture taught us through words Cast down mm-hmm. all evil imagination, every high thought that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Right. That means if you see your son or your daughter going through a struggle with what you taught them, don't receive that. That, that is the final product of your son or your daughter or your child. Cast it down. And speak with love to your daughter or your son. Speak with that love that God speaks with because you have the power to love them with a sound mind and love them which covers what the scripture says, a multitude of their faults which will transform and use their faults to work together for their good. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to condemn them further through judgment and condemnation of the fault, if they come to you humble and submitted to render themselves, forgive them, then do it quickly. And a lot of times do it even when they don't because they don't know what they're doing. Well, if they had a known, you think they're just going to hurt themselves? Well, that's ultimately what we're doing when we do something against ourselves. We hurt ourselves. And I ain't never seen nobody purposely just hurting themselves. I'm sorry. When you go to that place, I, I'm sorry, I ain't no hard left. I wouldn't say well, that it may yeah. not be a coming back. Mm. Since we on word usage, 
because I wanted to make this edit right quick before people jump on me um, about what I had stated, because I realized what I had stated about Lord over your life is lowercase L, Lord over your life. And I'm not going to be Lord of your life, capital L. So there's a difference mm-hmm. in even just that. There's a difference in even just that. That's how words are. Because the first thing that most of us think that to be the head or the chief is one among you, you must be the one who dominant. But to be the chief is one among you in the eyes and the wisdom and the knowledge of God is the one who does the most to help, serve. How much can I do for you? What can I help you with today? Mm-hmm. What can I do to make your life more clearer? more better, and you not have to pursue happiness, but get happiness. Receive your happiness. Because happy is them that are peacemakers. Oh, oh, are we going to Matthew? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew's uh, chapter 5, chapter five mm-hmm. right? Happy are you. Happy are the poor in spirit. Blessed is what the word Blessed. terminology is on. But they're right. talking about happy. You don't have to pursue it. You got it. It's what God says. You got it. Because he gives out happiness. I love that. This world tells you you got to pursue happiness in this country. We're trying to teach this country how to have happiness. Mm. Not pursue it. Just be happy. Because life is a joyous occasion. Because life is full of love. Mm. See, you got to explain that to somebody who is going through right now. Um, mm. We're struggling with a lot of things we're seeing. It's a lot of turmoil trying to pop off right now. And it's like, love? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I can be joyous right now? I know. I know. But remember, I said, God is love. Mm -hmm. And what God created was all about love. So what comes out of what God created is love. Now, if you want to keep looking at that which is not of God, which is bad things, terrible stuff, and not see God in everything, then mm-hmm. you're going to keep on being led by that you have determined that you want to look at. Doesn't mean I'm telling you it doesn't exist, because wherever good is, evil always exists. So why are we arguing that point? That's not a point to debate. The key is, how do we let evil and good exist in the same space and still love the results that it brings. Now that's what you gotta learn. Well, what you stated before, in that moment when we are up in observation of the turmoil of the evil, we still have a choice. We have choice in what is being presented to us, whether we want to believe and acknowledge what is going on and claim it as our own, 
and be emotionally involved? Or do we want to choose the power that is being shown before us and take that opportunity to inject God into it and understand what we bring to the situation in order to correct it? Oh, you call what I'm saying. We're, I hope we got to choose the higher power. Yes. We got to choose the higher ground, the higher uh -oh, level did, that God did, did is Michelle taking us. Did Michelle say that? Says, did she say that? Says it, when they come low, you go high. That's what you got to do. She was saying it from that basis, but I'm saying that the way you explained it, Grace, was even even more thorough of what the eyesight, I believe God wants us to see it with, is that we possess a power to keep transforming everything we want into what we want it to be like. We cause it mm -hmm. to happen. Why can't we change it from happening? Like it's said, our power. I guess it's about that faith, like I was talking about earlier, <laughs> reviewing over last week. It's about that faith. Once you believe, you have the audacity to do things that you don't have any evidence otherwise because you believe in the power of his word. You don't just I, know it. You hey, believe it. There you go. So we're talking again about the power of his word. And what did I tell you his word was? It's actually it's him. him. So you use him. 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 To do what you need to accomplish. That's right. How many people you know will let you use them to get all your goals met? And I'm talking about have the full authority to accomplish those goals. Because God got them. Full authority to accomplish those goals. And he gives you power to use him. If that ain't a uh, uh, chief is one among you being a servant. I don't know what you call it. Mm -hmm. Serving himself mm -hmm. up to death. Mm. And we killed him anyhow. Mm. Put him on the cross and crucified him because we didn't have sense enough to know what we had. What did it say right there? That's where we ended up, knew him not. He came unto his own <laughs> and his own received him not. <laughs> Verse 11. <laughs> John chapter 1. I, this word is so juicy, I can't even begin to try to move too fast for y'all. I'm trying to help you understand what God is telling us. And I'm not trying to do it in no hurry because it is it is too much. It is too good. But it's saying in 12. I want to keep reading. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. But as read. many as received him... To them gave he power to become the sons of God, <laughs> even to them that believe on his name. I just told you that. I showed you you had it before I went there. He gave it to you. Not just Jesus he gave it to you. Make it too loud. I'm sorry. Whew, I can't help it. I'll shout it from the rooftop. I'm so excited about the power he gave me to love y'all, to love myself. Man. See, I don't get arrogant with it. I just wind up backing up, realizing that it ain't a power to be crazy with. It's dangerous if you get crazy with it. It's like having a nuclear bomb button to push, and you don't never want to use it. But I have a nuclear bomb of love and I always use it. 
every time I come into a situation that it looks like there's no possibility of no return. <laughs> Throw I, love at it. I, I, I press the button of love. <laughs> Boom! Blow it up, dog. Blow it up. Eject love on it. <laughs> <laughs> My kids used to wonder about that. Now you see. Don't you remember how y'all used to ask me, how in the world can I, I had a you visual love somebody, life. daddy, like that? I said, I don't know how to explain it. I just know how to do it. Let me hit that button again. I had a, I had a visual <laughs> when you said it. That's why I'm laughing so hard. But um, I don't even, like, I've been in those moments where I'd be like, dog, why are you making me love like this? Cause especially when, especially when I want to choose. I can't even stand it myself. I'm going to be honest. My flesh just be like, you don't really have to. Grace. But then it's like, yes, you do. Exactly. Yes, you do. And no, is it can come in different forms. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to be there and, and be. No, sometimes you can love them with a long spoon. Like you said, feed them with a long spoon. Mm -hmm. But other times it's like, I've already come into the understanding where I'm like, man, why am I so understanding, God? I just don't, <laughs> I don't want to be understanding today. I can that's I be foolish? Flesh. Can I that's be foolish flesh. like everybody else yeah. today, God? But that's our relationship. <laughs> I think that's because you put him in everything. See, once I you do it, once you realize it, you like uh, you don't get away with that. See, because to whom much is given, much is required. That's right. <laughs> you, you, you can't play with his power like that. You can't do it. You know, you just have to learn how to do it even more. <laughs> Even with more humility, with more patience, with more kindness. You know, see, uh, I, I mean, this stuff is juicy. I, 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 I know Grace know me. I could, I could be talking about this for months. Because I was telling y'all from the day one we started this that my relationship with God to even begin to talk about it with you all or with anyone is a journey. Because I've walked with him. I love that picture that she put into the podcast uh, logo thing there, where the daddy holding his child's hand. Yeah. That's the way I see it's myself. That's the way I see myself with God all the time. Like I'm still just walking with him and he keeping me safe. That's some good stuff, I'm telling you, saints. I hope y'all understand um, what I'm saying here. It's. I don't want you to lose it in translation, and I have been victim of that in so many times, but it's not my goal that you lose it in translation. But if you have questions, ask them. You know, send, send it out to the method that Grace has set up. You know, I'm not that heavily tech technologically savvy, so I don't know all what you need to do. But yes. Do it. Send out the questions. I don't want you to have a question that it goes unanswered, right? Yeah, We're here yeah because, because that's to go God. into the details. He don't, he don't do that. Right? He don't do that. He got an answer for He him. is strategic. In such love he puts into intentional. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. So he has the details. Um, <clears throat> and since we're on there, yeah, go ahead. And um, because we have that set up now, you can subscribe to our email following and get added information, get extra um, just Things that I have notated that I would expand upon in dialogue. So here's the thing, too, about myself. This is my truth. I'm not really a speaker, if you haven't noticed. 
I'm not really a speaker. I do well um, more with one-on-one communication, but still, when God, you know, pushes you into the level of faith that He is, He has me in, then it's like, yeah, speaking. But He also causes me to listen even more. So I'm still, I'm there, and I still do one-on-ones. I do a lot of one-on-ones. So, for anyone interested in doing that. Because that's what we need. We need clarity. If any time in this lifetime we need clarity, we need it in 2020. Because we are facing a lot of stuff across this world that we call in pandemics and everything else. But so much. So and much. I understood when you said it, Grace, you know, what the people are facing. And to tell them that they can just love their way through it sounds like hogwash. Mm, it does. But that's because if we think about it from our finite mind. But it's possible. And not our infinite mind. Mm-hmm. Because finite means just that. It has an end to it. That's what we're talking about. What mm-hmm. we're problematic about and things we are talking about that is bothering us, there is a end to them. But let's live in the infinite area where we can transform it all into one big bubble of love infinitely. We'll discuss a little more of that as, as we talk in the future as God leads. Like I said, I can continue. I'll keep right on going. So turn it back over to Grace and let's let's pray out. Actually, yeah, yeah let's go ahead and pray out. Father God, we we thank you for the power of your yeah. word yes. being revealed in us today. We thank you for the message that has been brought forth. We praise you for what you are doing. Um, within this podcast and this show, we ask that you cover the listeners as they are in pursuit of a better relationship with you, Father God. Guard their hearts, their minds, their spirits to continue to, to push forward, to be encouraged, to be enlightened, to be emboldened yes, by every yes. word that has proceeded forth today. Yes. Don't let it fall on deaf ears, Father God. We ask that you open up their hearts right now to receiving more and more of what you have planned in their lives. The love that you want to express, the joy that you want them to feel, it's all there. Allow them to see it. Yes. Jesus, we praise you. We love you and we thank you for this. Amen.